Hello, welcome to the Rising Gems podcast, the podcast all about illuminating the upcoming energy for the week and enlightening all those who are affected by them. I'm your host, Olivia Edward, and joined with me is my co-host, Lisa Salvatore. How you feeling, Lisa? We're having a fun time trying to get this uh, <laughs> trying to get this recording going. <laughs> trying Mostly to keep our brains getting scrambled. <laughs> this yes. we can serve as a great example of the energy you may be feeling for this upcoming week. So enjoy. Oh my, oh my goodness, <laughs> yes. It is It is a lot. It is definitely mm-hmm. a lot. It feels a little chaotic, for sure. Def- for sure. So let's let's just jump right in. What do we have to, what are the main big things we should be looking forward to for this upcoming week, Lisa? Oh, okay, so, I mean, it's an eclipse week. We have a total solar eclipse on uh, Thursday, April 20th, or Wednesday the 19th, depending upon what part of the world you're in. But overall, the energy for this week is definitely going to feel and is already feeling quite otherworldly, definitely electrifying. I would say it's easy to feel overwhelmed and anxious right now. And even with the anxiety, it doesn't necessarily mean like panic attack anxiety, but it's just that feeling of like energy in your body that you don't know what to do with. You might be super wired. And then when you try to sleep, you just can't shut down. Or you may be exhausted, falling flat on your face during the day. You know, there's just a lot. It affects all of us differently also affects mm-hmm. the animals. You might be noticing <laughs> your animals acting a little out of character. Do you have animals? Are they acting like a little bit? Honestly, a, a little bit. I, I have, charged I have, yeah, two dogs and a rabbit. So very different animals, but very similar. I get what you're saying with the energy, kind of different behavior. So what do you think? Yeah. What do you think everyone should sort of do with this intense eclipse energy coming at them? Ground yourself. Seriously. Um, actually, we got that. We got that question about oh, yeah. how yes, to ground. Oh yeah, we did. Um, someone, so we were looking under the comments on Evolve Plus and Catherine T asked, as we move through this and the upcoming eclipse, is there anything that we can do to dampen down at times and overwhelming energy? Yes, it's a really good question. So my biggest piece of advice is don't do anything out of the norm. That's wild. Okay. Because eclipses already serve up wild energies. They are a wild card. A lot of times the wild card is in the best way possible. So don't be fearful of that. But meaning because the energies are so intense and eclipses are very connected to fate. They're connected to openings and closings, beginnings and endings. This is also a new moon total solar eclipse at the 29th degree of Aries, which is the last degree of Aries, which means it's supercharged, super energized, very, very energetic. And there's already a lot going on. So you don't want to push yourself because right. you, you don't need to, you don't want to do that. So that's my first piece of advice. Don't push yourself. Do not go a little crazy. Don't do anything too out of the norm. Save all the energy Rest. you've got. <laughs> Save it, exactly. Rest. And you know, even if you're finding that it's hard to rest because you're wired, try. You have to. Get out into nature. It's the best, best energy cleanser and it's free. Just get mm-hmm. out, take a walk, sit against a tree, you know, whatever it is, get to the water. I'm a huge fan of Epsom salt baths. Now, I'm not a medical professional, so I know that some people do have difficulties with um, Epsom salt, so always check with your doctor, but provided that you can do it, they are an amazing energy cleanser. Epsom salt baths or Dead Sea salt works just as well. I'm a big fan of lighting sage and cleansing the space, cleansing the energy. We love meditations. (laughs) Yeah, open the windows. Um, Obviously, meditation is your friend. Now, I'm going to plug Jonathan. If you don't already have psychic medium jonathan lewis's album hope please get it it's amazing i've been listening to it every day multiple times a day it's taken over all the forms of my meditation right now um so i highly suggest that otherwise honestly just get on youtube and 
listen to meditative music. Whatever is going to help you get out of your mind and into your body, that is what you want right now. That is your friend. And again, just don't bog yourself down with unnecessary outside noise. That's key right now because there's already so much going on and it's overwhelming. So you don't want to add to that. Focusing on ourselves definitely for that eclipse. And then right after that, if I'm not mistaken, we have that Mercury retrograde, don't we? Which is probably what we're doing a little bit of right about now. (laughs) We do. And I also want to mention, just to go back to grounding ourselves with this eclipse energy, with this energy overall, Mm -hmm. practice self-compassion especially mentally. Okay. Definitely take care of your physical body, drink water, cucumber water, lemon water, all the things that help us detoxify, but more and stay hydrated. But more importantly, take care of yourself mentally. Be mindful of how you're speaking to yourself because we have a tendency to be obviously our own worst critics. And at this time we're hyper-focused on what's not working and the energies surrounding this eclipse and mercury retrograde are most certainly exacerbating that. So I'm going to talk about that, but just be kind to yourself take breaks where necessary. Things can wait another day. You know, you don't always have to do everything at once. Right. So. And then we get, so the, and then we move right into, like you were saying that Mercury retrograde, which is, is, is it we actually do. directly right after? It is. Well, first the sun is going to enter Taurus. So, okay. so we have the total solar eclipse on the morning, early morning of April 20th on the East coast. It's 12, 13 AM Eastern time. So for some parts of the world, it'll be on the 19th. So we have the eclipses at the 29th degree of Aries. It's lined up with the North node in Taurus. So even though it's not the same sign, it's just about the sun is about to enter Taurus. So we are working with the North node with this eclipse. And it's important to mention that because the North node is all about increase and it's all about growth. It's all about our, the future destiny of the collective. And of course our own personal reality. So it's important to focus on what you want to align with where you need to align because that is a lot of what this energy brings in but more importantly the sun will then move into the sign of taurus on april 20th right at the heels of the solar eclipse so we have the solar eclipse 12 15 a.m eastern time and then the sun moves into taurus at 4 35 a.m eastern time i'm sorry 4 13 a.m eastern time mm-hmm. and the thing is when the sun moves into taurus normally taurus season starts off kind of chill Right. You know, we go from Aries, the fiery energy <laughs> of Aries, and then we move into the earthy energy of Taurus, and we kind of calm down a little bit, and we tend to slow down a little bit. But this Taurus season is coming in hot because the solar eclipse is squaring Pluto, the planet of power and control and transformation, deep truths from the underground, from the underworld. A lot of our psychological stuff is stirring up at the time of this eclipse, the shadowy material, because eclipses are all about the shadow, right? The light, the moon eclipses the light of the sun. Think about that. So we tend to mimic that. So the shadowy material comes up. And when we're dealing with Pluto, with this eclipse, it just highlights that even more. And then the sun moves into Taurus. And right as the sun moves into Taurus, it squares Pluto because Pluto is at zero degrees of Aquarius. Square right. is a harsh aspect. So these two fixed energies, they both want control. Okay. Key word for Pluto is control. Taurus is also kind of controlling. Aquarius can also be kind of controlling their fixed energies. So they want their way. And so this could bring up power dynamics in or around specific relationships in your life, whether they're personal, professional, it could also be something of the internal level for you. It doesn't have to be something in your physical reality. You could just have a spiritual aha moment, epiphanies, information comes in that you were not expecting, but it totally reroutes you and puts you on a different track. That's this energy wild. Can you tell I'm like, 
totally, I'm yeah. fire myself. So I'm sorry. Go ahead, Olivia. No, but no, but so with all with that energy in mind, with all of that, what we just what we just spoke about, what do you think people's mantra or perspective going into this week should be? Okay, I'll give you my Lisaism for this week. Yes. If you experience any setbacks, it is a reminder to take a step back. Very like important. That. Yeah. Because especially as we move into Mercury retrograde, which is going to be on April 21st, we're already feeling the pre-retrograde shadow shenanigans here. Mm-hmm. So Mercury retrograde in general typically is about, we, we witness a lot of things come up around communication, travel, technology. These are, these are areas that Mercury rule over, Mercury rules over. But this retrograde is in Taurus. So it starts on the 21st. Uh, 4.35 a.m. Eastern time to be exact, or p.m. I'm sorry, I forgot. Mm-hmm. I think it's p.m. Let me see. Yeah, 4.35 p.m. Eastern time mm-hmm. to be exact. Mercury will station retrograde at 15 degrees of Taurus. So if you are a Taurus, Scorpio, Leo, Aquarius, you're going to feel this retrograde pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Also, Gemini and Virgo always do because Mercury is their planetary ruler. So right. they always feel the Mercury retrograde. So this Mercury retrograde is going to be a three-week period of reflection and reevaluation. It's a time to revise things. It's not, again, it's not a time to, I wouldn't say launch anything new unless it's already been in the works and, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's going in that direction. Don't stop your life during Mercury retrograde. I know a lot right. of people get very scared or nervous and they won't do anything during the retrograde. And that's completely unrealistic because we have to. We can't stop yeah. living our life, right? And a, and a question that I think gets asked a lot or a question that I've, I've heard before is if someone is born during a retrograde, if they have that in their chart, would a Mercury retrograde affect them differently? That's a very good question. And I have seen this play out differently for a lot of people, but I'll tell you what I find to be pretty across the board. Mm-hmm. So think about when a person comes in and their birth chart has Mercury retrograde, the energy of Mercury for that individual is turned inward in some way. So it's very, very karmic, right? So it's like they're dealing with a lot of challenges surrounding Mercury. And then, and then of course, we look at the, their whole chart to see what the aspects are to the other planets and what sign it's in. So it's, as you know, much more individualized. But a lot of people that are born during Mercury retrograde that sometimes struggle, when Mercury is actually retrograde, they do their best work. And right. they find themselves feeling relief or like a breath of fresh air, especially during certain retrogrades, depending on their own chart. So I've seen it play out in a lot of different ways, but that is one constant. A lot of times they tend to do better with Mercury retrograde, especially if they have trouble with communication, I find. Right. It's easier for them when Mercury's retrograde because they're used to it. So it's kind of like cool. an imbalance of that energy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting. All right. So let's see. Just to, in the spirit of the retrograde, let's review. We've got the eclipse. This is eclipse week. It's major transformation. Main thing we want to do, take it easy. Don't overexert yourself sense a lot of you know possibly unbalanced energy is going to be thrown at you try and remain as balanced as you can don't go crazy um and then we yeah, have and, and then we have the retrograde shortly after what, what else were you going to say anything else you wanted to add in after that yeah i was going to say with eclipse energy again there's always an element of fate attached to eclipses so it it's not really worth it to sit there and panic and worry about what could happen or what could go wrong because a lot of times, really good things happen under this energy. Even if it's unexpected, you might get a vital piece of information that propels you forward. 
that you were not expecting. You know, so it can work positively. And oftentimes when we look back, that's why I always love looking back versus looking ahead too much because that gives us anxiety. When you look back, you realize, wow, that needed to happen to get me here. Or I would never have done that if this didn't happen, you know, or if I didn't meet this person. So always pay attention to what comes in for you around eclipse energy. This is the first eclipse of the year. So it is kicking off a storyline here. And it's also continuing a storyline. So just pay attention, especially if you're more familiar with astrology, where you have Aries in your chart, because that is where this eclipse is going to take place for you. Also where you have Taurus in your chart, because that is the area that Mercury is going to retrograde through for the three to four week time period that Mercury is retrograde. And so just pay a little more attention to that and, you know, honor the need to slow down. Again, Taurus is usually very slow. They like, they're very methodical. Things need to make sense here. So we want to make sense of things. And also because we're dealing with the North Node in Taurus, there is a huge feeling of aligning with our true purpose. So just remember that whatever happens, even if it's a setback, that that is moving you that much more forward towards your purpose. Nice. All right. Well, I think this is a great look into the upcoming week. I think it's a great place to stop. And thank you so much for enjoying the podcast. May you guys enjoy the eclipses and be able to handle all the energy being thrown at you this week. Yeah. What One you more say? thing. I have to yeah. say this. I would not recommend doing a ritual under the solar eclipse. Right. That's a very good, important I thing to say. I want to stress that. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people like to cleanse their crystals under, you know, even though the new moon's dark, some people will do that under the new moon because it's new beginnings. Um, I would not do that with this. I would just lay low. I wouldn't cleanse my cards. I wouldn't cleanse my crystals. I would, again, kind of go dark like the eclipse. Go dark for a little bit. Allow that when the light emerges, allow whatever emerges to emerge organically. Even something as simple as cleansing your cards. I just wouldn't. It's, again, yeah, wild card energy. Let, let, the, let, let the intense energy run its course. <laughs> let it pass and you know, take care of yourself as best as you can. And, you know, be kind to yourself. That's the best thing that you can do. And journal, write down what's going on within you, outside of you. It's very, very important. And also dreams are like, you know, crazy right now. I know that. So pay attention to your dreams. Awesome. See what they're All trying right. to show you. Well, thank All you right. so much for watching. You can look forward to the third episode of this podcast here only on Evolve Plus um, next week, where we will give you a little insight to that week. But until then, thank you so much for watching and see you guys then. Have a great week.